Welcome to this episode of the Growth Cast. It's me, Jackson Campbell, joined here to get today again with my friend and my colleague and my mentor, Dallas Pruitt, for a, another extended cut episode. Um, we're excited to be here. Dallas, how are you today, my man? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm wearing this sick growth mindset shirt you gave me when I was out there in Maui. And uh, it's quickly become my favorite t-shirt. I'm going nice. to, gosh, I wish I could break it down for everybody. It's got all these ha- holding hands. It's got like all these growth mindset principles. It's important to rep who Nike. you are, and, you know? So I love Nike it, dude. Thank came you. Out. If, for anybody that's, yeah, of course, dude, I'm super happy to do it. You, Dallas also gave me one as well. It's kind of funny. We kind of both got each other t-shirts and we weren't even aware that we were doing it. But Nike came out with some awesome growth mindset type of, merch and they did kind of like a little off line of like just mindset stuff and a lot of the stuff's really awesome so of course Dallas you got to dig for it though it's not like super easy to find you got to kind of dig for it in fact I never saw the one you got me I felt like this was like a limited edition secret (laughs) stash or something maybe it was I'm not um, sure but I love it if I'm gonna wear if I'm gonna wear a graphic on a t- I mean, I'm pretty much a plain guy, but if I'm going to wear a graphic on a t-shirt, you better, you better believe it's going to be something growth mindset related, uh, purpose driven. So I love it, dude. Thank you so much. Awesome. Of course, dude. No, thank you for the one you got me as well. Um, okay. As we get started here today, just a quick synopsis of the growth cast Monday through Thursday, we have Dallas Pruitt who's with us here today. He drops daily mindset drips. They're about five to seven minute long episodes. Sometimes they're a little shorter than that, but they're just really powerful mindset principles that you can apply in your daily life um, that Dallas drops, like I said, Monday through Thursday. It's such a great way to start the day, such a great way to start your week. So definitely tune in for those. And then on Friday, I sit down with Tyler Devereaux and we sometimes we talk about a mindset principles. Sometimes we talk about real estate, but those episodes too are very powerful to be able to learn and hear from Tyler and what he's going through in his life and the things he's learning as well. So definitely tune into those Friday episodes as well. And then Saturday, what you're listening to right now is the extended cut episode where I get to jump on, discuss and interview Dallas on, on some principles. Um, if you're not following, please give us a follow, please subscribe. If you haven't left us a rating or a review, please go ahead and do that at the, at the end of this episode. That's the only thing we ask for. This is free content. And it's really good stuff that Dallas and Tyler put together. Um, that's the only thing that we ask is that you share it and that you can leave us a rating and review. But let's dive into today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about how do I measure success, Dallas? That's a great right, that's question. It's kind of a heavy question, right? A lot of people have their definitions of success, and a lot of times people's definitions of success is what they do and how much they make. And that's, uh, that's really totally. as far as it goes when it comes to defining success for a lot of people. So we wanted to break it down. I wanted to ask you, Dallas, I wanted to get a little bit more granular on some other aspects in our life um, that we can use to measure success, not just our yeah. job title and how much money we make. So um, any, any, uh, as we started think, off, any thoughts along those lines? Yeah, I think um, I'd like to speak to that trap real quick as we lead into, you know, better ways to measure success in your life. Um, just because I've lived in that space where you, you, you use a poor definition um, and you get caught in this trap because, and I think it's easy to get caught in that trap. And I just wanted to kind of compartmentalize it with everybody so they can better recognize, um, you know, your financial component to your career, right? Like how much you make um, can be a, a struggle, meaning it, you can get caught in a trap really quick because so much of money is just a factor, right? Like I have a bunch of kids 
that I I feel like four four is a bunch. I have a bunch of kids. I have it's kids a bunch. that I it's take care of. Four. I have four a wife. Definitely yep. a lot. I have a wife that I take care of. Um, and I was plagued by this mentality that I needed to go and make. I got so hyper focused on what I lacked because I needed to make money to get to whatever it was and achieve whatever those things were so that my wife and my kids were happy um, so that I was happy and man, it really polluted my overall success in life, my overall health and impacted like all these other measurements of success that we should be focused on because I was so hyper-focused on what I thought the issue was or what I lacked was money. I thought that it was money that I lacked and that was not the truth. It was only a part of the truth. It, I don't want to say that it wasn't the truth because it was, it was only part of the truth, sure. but it wasn't the whole. I was using a I was using bad vision. I was using a bad measuring system. And so for me, it was like, I needed to go out and become this leader in my industry so that, and it wasn't that I needed to become the leader. That wasn't the purpose. I just knew that through a leadership title and responsibility that I would make more money. And so it became very sticky for me to navigate and figure out because as I plowed down that path of gaining a job title and looking at those two pieces of salary and job title, um, I became more and more and more miserable. I became more and more stressed. I became more and more unhealthy. And truth be told, I became less and less successful in my my life. Um, And so I've experienced this firsthand where you're just using a really bad definition. But again, the trap that, that most of us get caught in is, is we think that money's the, the, the issue. Um, we think that, that that's going to solve all of our problems. And it's just not. It's not going to solve all of our problems. Is money a factor? Absolutely, man. Money has, has amplified or, or impacted many parts of my life. Um, sure. been able to give more. I've been able to have more time with my yeah. family. Um, but money is only a part of that measure measuring process. And it's an important part, but there's all these other parts that I was, I had my blinders up, dude, and it totally screwed up my growth in sure. my life. And I'm grateful yeah. that I was able to catch myself, you know, um, it's a, so. it's, it gets foggy for a lot of people. Like what you just experienced, I bet 90% of the population has experienced it in one way or another, right? Totally. If you come down to, right, you feeling this need to provide that stress that you felt in need to provide. And I think a lot of times as humans, we want to simplify things as much as possible. So your brain immediately goes to, if I make more money then this would all correct itself. Totally. When, as you're as you're explaining, that's not necessary. But I also think it's because a lot of people are taught that totally. the measurement of success is go get a high profile job and make a lot of money. That right, like that's what we're taught. Yeah. Like that's that's the environment a lot of us have been a part of totally. in growing up and learning. And it's just it it's not right. It's it's not fully right. It's not fully correct. It's only a part of the picture, and we have to continue to learn and figure things out. And again, when we lay emphasis on learning and learning about ourselves, learning about life, what produces learning about principle, all the things we talk about here, then, then 
we can start to put that puzzle together even further and make way better sense and way more success out of this life that we have because the picture is a lot bigger than just job title and salary. And so we should, we should jump into it, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive in. Yeah. Let's dive in here. So, so Dal, if salary and job title isn't the only way you measure success, let's dive into this. Let's dive into these other areas that we can really keep a close eye on that can help measure our success as well. Um, we Dallas and I made a quick list of some other areas in your life. Again, this isn't all of the areas. This is just some of the areas in your life that you need to be measuring as well that play a factor in your success as in life altogether. The first thing we the first thing we wrote down here is mental health. Mental health to have you have to have some sort of you have to measure your mental health as well. So go ahead, Dal. The success hit list. That's what we'll call this. I like Um, it. There's a, there's a good example, um, a sad example. Um, uh, the owner of a company by the name of Kuyu, um, he played professional football, um, had a family. Um, I remember reading this article. Uh, this, it, it was in the news a number of years ago, um, and he, he had committed suicide. Um, happy man, uh, outwardly, right? Like very successful, very wealthy. Um, had a family, kids whom, who loved him. And again, for all intensive purposes or from the outside looking in, everything looked to be fine, but on the inside, crisis, right? And that's not an uncommon story out there in the world, um, unfortunately. Tragically, it's a, it's a very common story. And, and again, mental health, I mean, that was really like the, that was the first initial like entryway for me into this industry was, was mental health. That's the, that's the world I worked in. And one thing that I quickly recognize is we've labeled the individuals that I had, I worked with early on in my career. um, They'd been labeled as, as mental health, you know, quote unquote, mental health students. Um, But what I found out quickly is like literally everybody has a problem with mental health this day and age because we're getting bombarded with so much garbage and distraction and things to, um, help help things that allow us to drift further and further from our potential further and further from controlling the controllables further and further from using the gift of agency to make the most and produce the best of our lives. And so, um, I don't use a loose, I don't, I don't use that in specific populations anymore. I, I believe the mental health crisis is a crisis that's universal to everyone anymore. I agree. And you need to be on lockdown because if you don't have that type of belief system or recognition, you're on a path to self-destruction in my Yeah. Opinion. To having issues, to having mental health issues. Totally. Exactly. I just want to like, just to kind of cap off what you're saying, it, Dallas isn't saying that everybody has mental health issues, but what Dallas is saying is that we live in a world today where it's you're so bombarded with so much information and so much misinformation and so much you're just so bombarded that if you don't have a lockdown on your mental health and you aren't and you aren't taking care of your mental health you will eventually down the line have issues with your mental health i couldn't agree more what i'm really saying is you must make a conscious decision effort, to make your yeah. mental health a priority because if mm-hmm. you don't it will become secondary and worse to other things and that lack of consciousness in making it a priority, the world is too complicated to navigate anymore sure. um, with all the technology and everything else that we have. It, issues will pop up. Mm-hmm. Problems will arise. And 
sometimes those problems are so big before they go recognized that it's really hard to do the nitty gritty work to get them back in check. And, and, you know, so mental health is a measurement of success that we have to use. And how do we do that? How do we increase that? Well, we talk about lots of things all the time here on the growth cast. Um, you know, meditation, uh, alone time outdoors away from technology, just you not thinking, but just being listening, recognizing, noticing the blessings around you. Um, prayer, all those things, they add up. This is not the main focus today, but I just wanted to kind of touch on that, that there are plenty of things that we can do to make our mental health, create systems to make our mental health a priority every day and increase it. And it definitely is a measurement of success that we should all be using. Yeah. I mean, and right along those lines, Dal is a couple of these other things that we had, we had listed off here, your spiritual health and your physical health and your financial health. It's more or less though, the things that we just covered on mental health more or less apply to your spiritual health, to your physical health and your financial health as well. You have to, you have to consciously make an effort to, to watch and pay attention to each one of these things. Again, your mental health, your physical, your spiritual, and your financial. These are things, these are systems that you can put into place to actually watch over the health of the, in these areas, right? Totally. To, you can to, almost create a yeah. quadrant of those four, right? Repeat sure. it again, Jackson. Yeah. Like you literally could almost yeah. create a quadrant of, I would Mental argue health. like you could call these the big four in terms of measurements of success in your life. Repeat them. Yeah, I like it. Mental health, spiritual health, physical health, and financial health. Totally. We must strive to keep those things in check and keep all four of those things a priority. You know, already we've, we, we, we haven't even gotten through the full list, which is a limited list today. Um, but you know, that, that prior definition, that improper definition has two quadrants, job title and salary. We've already become way more robust. We've times ourselves by two. We've multiplied by two. And now we have four, which is break it up physical mental spiritual and financial absolutely there's still other components though right i mean we were talking prior and i i I would rather pass the baton off to you because this is something that you're really good at this is something that you are really good i just spent my wife and i just spent time in maui with the team got to spend some quality time building this a relationship with you and your wife but family Family life and relationships is also a crucial measurement of success. So, I mean, riff on that for a second. Yeah, Jackson. No, like, man. Why is that so crucial? Something that's really stood out to my, in my head, ever since we interviewed Casey Fields, Casey Fields says, you want to know how you're doing in your life? Check on your closest, check on your circle, check on your people. How are they doing? And if they're doing good and everything's in check with them, their fear, their spiritual health, their mental health, their financial health, their physical health, then chances are you're doing a pretty good job in what your role is for those people and in your own life being an example for those people. So when I think of relationships and I think of family relationships, you measure, you measure the success to those by how healthy they are, by how honest they are, right? And that by how a lot of times people think family relationships is all lovey-dovey and it's all, hey, it's so good spending time with you. You're so great and just fluff, right? But a real true family life relationship and relationships outside of just that fluff is being able to have hard conversations, is being able to be like, hey, this is where I, this is actually the potential I see in you. 
This is what I think could happen. And having those types of hard conversations with, with individuals before this call, before me and Dallas started recording Dallas and I, we had not necessarily the easiest conversation, but I had noticed something that I needed to talk to Dallas about that I needed to tell Dallas about in, in, and just kind of going back and forth, sometimes things get lost, lost in the mix. But it wasn't necessarily an easy conversation to have with Dallas. But mine and Dallas's relationship has been strengthened because of that relation, because of that conversation. So Dallas, uh, I guess really what Those I'm conversations saying, are exactly why our relationship is of the magnitude exactly. that it is. And that goes for every single strong relationship in, in my life. It is um, truth, right? It's just like truth. being truthful. And being honest with those people that and you love. Real. And I think when you, yeah, and being real and honest and act and live in reality of whatever the situation may be, that is to me how you measure good relationships is how honest and truthful that they are. And, um, and what's interesting, and it, go ahead. It, it's just a huge part of how to measure success in life as well. For me, going back to what Casey said, how are the people doing around you? If they're doing well, chances are you're doing well. You know what I mean? Totally. Life is so much more about, your, your health, your physical health, spiritual health, financial health, but it's also about those relationships and the health of those relationships or those healthy relationships or those toxic relationships and yeah. always keeping, like you're saying, just keeping, keeping a close eye on how those relationships affect you in your life. You, you sharing Casey's insight really made me come back full circle to how we started this, uh, this episode, which was me sharing my struggles within that improper definition or, or, or weak definition of success, which was job title salary. And I thought that that salary and the job title, which would produce that salary would equate to all my problems being solved, right? That was the issue. Well, what's so interesting is the people around me at that point, they were the ones that were suffering the most. That, that thing was so out of check. I was causing a lot of unhealthy environment yeah. every single day. And something that, that doesn't happen now is I do not let my aspirations for earning more or doing more in terms of leadership ever impact the quality time that I spend with my children. Because I know at the end of the day, that's what moves the needle for them is their dad being their dad. And no matter what I make, no matter what title I have, no matter how the world views me and I'm admired by the masses or not. My direct experiences with my children are what that that's how they'll define me. That's how they'll define our relationship. And I have to work to keep that in check. And I feel the imbalance and I recognize it when it happens that I've got my priorities out of whack. I've got my priorities out of balance and I get those things back in check a lot quicker than I used to, because again, that was a lesson that I learned the hard way. And I'm grateful that I learned that lesson the hard way. And that's something that's an actionable for all of us is when we do have those experiences and we do recognize that we shift from agitated or irritated to gratitude. And really we work hard for that gratitude we should work hard for that gratitude all the time and work hard for that learning all the time. And again, back in, and again, just kind of come full circle with growth mindset in general, but like Dallas Pruitt was not a great learner. I was a great, I was a very egotistical doer. It was like, no, I know 
what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And there were so many things that got lost in the, in, in the, in the process because of my ego, because of my lack of willingness to learn lessons, because of my lack of gratitude for what I didn't have my scarcity mentality, if you will. And, uh, it's just an important lesson to always keep yourself in check on because you can lose sight of that lesson and have to relearn it again another hard way if you're not careful, if you're not constantly working at it. So anyways, yeah. just wanted to know that. No, dude. No, so, so valuable. And again, we're talking about ways to measure success. It's exactly these things that Dallas is talking about. So just to review here, Dal, ways to measure success aren't just your job title and your salary. Other ways to measure success is your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health, your financial health, but also the relationships that you have in your family and in your life. How are those relationships? And one of the things that Dallas said that I just want to come back to is Dallas said, I'm a dad first. And I know that when I'm a good dad and I do these things for my kids and I take care of me being a dad, that that's actually what moves the needle forward in my life. You know what I mean? So Dallas is Dallas, Dallas is a great example to me because his priorities are always in check. His priorities are always where they're supposed to be. And, and he just kind of explains that now as so like, I guess what I'm trying to pull together here, Dallin, from everything that you've said and explained and gone through is that you measure success in your life based on it being well-rounded, right? You're going to yes. have all of yeah. these different things in your life. You're going to have relationships. You've got your mental health and all these other aspects of your personal health that you need to, that you need to take care of. But really it comes down to measuring success as having a well-rounded life and not letting one of these things that we're talking about outweigh one or the other, if that makes sense. Totally. I think having a well-rounded life is a great measure of success. And I also wanted to know here, Jackson, that um, I still chase, sure, chase, but I still aspire and work hard for titles. If that comes with my definite major purpose and gets me closer to it. And, and I'm always working on an increase in financial well-being because I've rooted my actions, anchored my actions in purpose. And I know that through that financial well-being, an increase in that area is going to produce an increase in my ability to provide value and, and help. And so I still use those two components to bring that all the way around. I still use those two components as measurements of success. I've just got my priorities in check now. So it's much easier to navigate. And what's interesting is by keeping those priorities in check, it actually gives me more fuel to do a better job at an increase in those other areas because I have clarity. I have clarity now prior. I didn't, but now I do. And it makes it so much simpler to navigate and actually allows me to navigate it at an increased rate. Um, and so I think it's a great way to end it, man. I, 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 I think, uh, agreed. Amen to what you shared. And, uh, you know, we have to use a better measure when it comes to success. And, and when we do, we produce better results across the board and we increase not just success, but two things that I actually combine with my definition of success. I, I, I call them the trifecta and I, I literally like have designed my life around using these three things almost into like one word. I'm going to invent some word that means these three things, but success, fulfillment, and happiness, those three things, they, that, those are my drivers. I'm always looking to, those are my North stars. 
And I'm always looking to increase those three things. And I really have just coupled them all into one simple definition is like, I'm going to do, I'm going to build my life around those things. I want to be extremely happy. I'm not saying I'm going to be happy all the time, but I want to be, I want to, I want to experience happiness and joy in my life as much as I possibly can. I want to be fulfilled at the end of every day. When I lay my hand on my pillow, I want to freaking zonk out because I'm just so drained from all the fulfilling experiences that I had. And again, I definitely want to be successful in all the things that I choose to tackle. That includes being a dad. That includes being a business owner. That includes being a leader. That includes being a contributing member of my community, whatever those parts of my identity are. And so anyways, yeah, man, love it. No, Dallas, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Um, I know your time is valuable, man. So thank you so much for spending so much time with us here on the growth cast, not only Monday through Thursday, but on these Saturday extended cuts as well. Appreciate you, man. Lots of great actionables from this episode. And my challenge to everybody listening is take, go ahead and take inventory, take a little self inventory on your definition of success. Does it need to change? Do you need that? Do you need to have maybe a different perspective um, come into the scene there and kind of help you maybe reshape that definition of success for yourself? That's my challenge for you. Take a look at that definition that you've made for yourself for success and make sure it's a well-rounded definition. Um, Dallas, thank you again so much for your time. Everybody, thank you so much for listening and tuning into the Growthcast. Um, have a great rest of great rest of your weekend. Take care, y'all.